love making music. Yeah. It is. This is Monday morning coming down. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Quad City sports fans of all ages, Nacho Radio and Lionstone Brewery are proud to present to you the best Quad City sports podcast in the world. With the Unabomber, Jace, Nick Toffinelli, the OG on the marquee, Jaybird, and the cat who runs a chat with the stats, Statman Surge. Dance again. We are Don't Hassles for Local. We're not a Quad City Sports Podcast. We're not the Quad City Sports Podcast. We are your Quad City Sports Podcast. It is Monday. It's March Madness Monday, March 12, 2018. You brought in a bracket expert. Yeah, I brought in a bracket expert. You're like, uh, T-Roy, we don't need him today. We got to talk NCAA brackets. It's more like T-Roy's on the spring break is here and he doesn't oh, yeah, have a babysitter. Right. Yeah. yeah, so he's... He's at home. So you didn't bring me in for the bracket? He expert? did. He did. Uh, he did want to. He did want to force a call in, but I told him to stick it. So uh, no, call-in never never works well. What call in never works well? No, never sounds good. No, but all right, here we are. Spring break, I guess, for the kids. But for us, we're still going. We've got these brackets to look at. Everybody's talking about. I guess this is like the, the one day where they waste the most uh, time at work, right? I think it's all. Uh, I think it's based on conjecture. I think I feel like people waste just as many, just much time on other Mondays doing other things. Like I, I don't think you can really. Like, they make, they make a big deal about that every year, right? Where like yeah. uh, so many billions of dollars are lost to uh, NCAA tournament. People are wasting that time anyway. There's not that much money lost in the NCAA tournament. Do you think like uh, Facebook takes a hit then because people aren't wasting time looking on? Other people's timelines? Straight traffic? Well, Facebook has brackets on it, doesn't it? I'm sure you can uh, get a bracket on Facebook. Well, I shared. We, we have one for ESPN.com here for QC Hassle. Sure. So it's uh, QC Hassle's name of the group. and the. Um, well, I'm glad I asked. Yeah. The password is Hassle Bracket. H-A-S-S-L-E. Bracket. Both uh, H, capital H. Bracket is capital B. QC Hassle's the name of the group. Uh, we're going to give away a keg party to the winner of that. Yeah, here at Pints on the old partio. So uh, get in there. It's free to, free to enter. I think I got it down to just one entrance, though, for the entire thing. I mean, you can only get in one. You can get in multiple groups. You can only get in one for our group. Though. Sure. You have to create uh, fake profiles if you want to enter this more than once. There right? you go. Yeah. Which you, I encourage. Yeah. To do? Yeah. No, no you don't want to. Like, you make up don't as compromise many what we got going here. fake Facebook brackets as you can. You're filling out yours right now as we speak. Yes. You, you just... You're just now getting to the meat and potatoes of this bracket. Yeah. All right. Well, let, let's surge. I'm just on the potatoes part right now. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're gonna. You're waiting to get to the meat. Surge your Kansas Jayhawks. Oh, buddy. They got a one seed. They did. But probably not the strongest one. No. 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 Uh, Virginia got number one overall, and Villanova, then Kansas, then Xavier, and I think that's the. That's my ranking anyway, and I think that's actually the actual one too. And you said that you didn't. Kansas, would Kansas have been a number one seed if they didn't have dominate in the Big Twelve tournament um, in the fashion that they did? I think they still were going to because of their strength of schedule. And I mean, I think the Big Twelve was probably the best conference in the in the country this year. Okay, uh, ACC is good. I think the Big Twelve is better. Who but, has the most ACC? Um, maybe, I think they do. I think they do. So what do you? What do you? Um, you like Kansas to go far? They got a tough bracket. They do. Um, They've got at, Duke and Michigan State in their their region. Okay, Michigan State and Duke 
We're probably going to fight it out. Um, really, I mean, Clemson's good. Um, I don't really know too much about Auburn personally, but I'm, I mean, they're they're the four seed in that in that region. NC State's kind of scary. Um, I think I think Clemson can do some damage. They got some really good outside shooters, so it just, it just depends on who gets hot at the right time. But is yeah. that is that what this tournament's all about, Serge? <laughs> it's all about t- t- yes. Who gets hot at the right time? That's right. It's all going to come down to free throws, Nick. See, this is. Uh, can we just talk NCAA tournament in general for for a second? I don't. Uh, I don't. A twelve seed is always going to be the five seed. That's there you go. Like, Who's your twelve five? It's true. Here's the thing with filling out these NCAA brackets. Oh gosh, here we go. You don't know anyone on any of these teams. Like you, you how many guys can you name on any of these teams? What? Like, okay, I'll, I'll give you an example. How many players can you name on, like, North Carolina? North Carolina? Yeah. Which is, like, a big-name college basketball program. How many players on that team can you name? Joel Berry. Okay. The second. The second. Yeah. That's about it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's a lot of that. Uh, sorry. Theo. Theo Pinson. And that's, like, uh, and that's a team that, Theo. That's a team that like, has a chance to make a run, right? And people are kind of, like, uh, people like UNC for this, right? Because they no, they don't like UNC. They played pretty well in their tournament. Uh, but they lost at home to Wolford. Yeah, that's, that's what. Well, they they lost in the championship to Virginia, right? Yeah, Michigan's gonna be tough. Michigan's gonna be tough. How many? You can, can you name some guys on Michigan? Yes, the guy who hit the free throw. Hold on, it's gonna take me a while. The guy who hit the free throw missed the free throw for me to hit the under bet. Chris Weber? No, <laughs> he called a timeout. No, hey, did you? They're big guys. Uh, I believe his last name's Wagner. Big guy that fouls out all the time. Did you Kyle know, Wagner? No. <laughs> did you know that up until this week, the basketball court that they used at the Mark Tax Lair, blah, 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 the basketball court that they used for MVC and everything else, that was the same court that Chris Weber did the timeout on? Really? Yeah, I wonder where it's going to go. I wonder, they should auction off a piece of that. They brought in a brand-new basketball court, but that they, in the Tax Lair Center, the, mark, it's the slash mark, the IYR. Don't they kick slash it down to like a high school or something like that? I don't know, but that's the, that is the exact same court that he did. He called the timeout in. Wow. Yeah. Well, no. It's the like same floor. I guess you would have to be like, uh, okay, in that sense, I thought about this too, and it seems like I, I go to this quite a bit. I, I didn't, is it because I was not in it that I, could, I wasn't all over the selection show? It wasn't about the new format. I could have cared less about the new format. Well, even I if Iowa people, had been in, you it would have been like, okay, Iowa got a... Nine seed. All right. I would have watched it more. I probably would know more in the basket in the Big Ten tournament. I probably would have watched more than I did, uh, and I would remember the names. But we need Bruner to come back. Jeez, and this this format thing. It doesn't matter. Can you just imagine doing the the programming director of all the stuff, just knowing that no matter what you do, oh yeah, yeah. Somebody, they're just going to crap all over it on Twitter and everything else. Like it got. Pretty savaged. That's the uh, yeah. like, what they do. They did off alphabetical order for all the automatic bids, yes. and then uh, then they released all of them in, within the first ten minutes, and right. then they did the pairings after. Right. And what we said we said before, it, it wasn't broke. I fixed it. Right. So then everyone goes and says like, I liked it the old way, but they complained a year ago. The yeah. two hour show's too much. Well, they have to fill out content. Well, nobody cares anything other than the matchups, right? Like all you're caring about, all, all anyone cares about is I need to fill out this bracket. So, like, just doing automatic or the alphabetical b- automatic bids. Money wants to know if you're still drafting for him on Sunday. 
I, I, yes, I, Saturday. It's Saturday, right? Saturday, sure. Yes. Yes, yeah. he is. He, okay. If he meets my uh, conditions, if he meets my demands, yeah. Putting you on the spot on air. Yeah. yeah. Like, so uh, still got me, right? He, know, he knows what's in my rider. He, he, can, he completes all his contractual his Sat- obligations. Saturday, yeah. Saturday yes. yes. Gotcha. I'll be there. What time does that start? 10. Great. This is our annual, not to get too far off subject, but this is our annual fantasy baseball league auction-style draft that you were in for probably a good six or seven years. Yeah. And then you got out of it. Yeah. Last year you moderated the, the league. You yeah. were the auctioneer. Yeah. And then now, because the date is so bad on Saint, that we have to have it on uh, St. Patrick's Day, yeah. money's out, and you're back to you, drafting for him. You, you drew me back in. You just don't have to run the team, though. This, so. is the, uh, this is the Fantasy Baseball League with 14 teams, and everybody drafts 30 guys, and it's an 12. auction, and it, and it takes uh, like 10 hours to get this thing done. And by the end of it, everyone's just a mess. And today it's, uh, this year it's on St. Patrick's Day, so everything's going to be really smooth sailing. Good times. <laughs> a lot of fun. It really is. Yeah. Can't wait to do uh, my preview for all that. Are you going to get into our, uh, our hassle league? For fantasy baseball? Yeah. No. Ah. No. Guys, fantasy baseball is so boring. No, it's not. <laughs> it really is. I said Vato is the best auctioneer ever. He is really good. Uh, wildly annoying but incredibly efficient. Yes. That's it's the only way. Yes. Like, you, it's the only way to get that league done. Why would you say fantasy baseball is, a, is boring? Because it's like a it's like a seven month season of every day, like you like if you really want to play it right, you got to do it every day. You got to be on it every day, Not, and yeah. like pretty much right. Yeah. And the guys who win that league are the guys who get big pickups at the beginning of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you hit the rookie who hits. Like nobody had who all this who comes out like Charlie Blackman comes out of nowhere gets like notifications on their phone at five yeah. o'clock in the morning who's the new like, who the new uh, reliever is right and. Uh, so you do that for seven straight months, and then uh, you maybe get lucky and win the league, and you go home with like one hundred and eighty dollars, and you've made like forty cents an hour. Like that's <laughs> this fantasy baseball. It's for the smart person. It's, fantasy baseball is for the f- smart person. It's for like people who like in collecting stamps and like variations of stamps. It's 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 for like if people who compare uh, the two. Fantasy football, and fantasy for, like, baseball, fantasy, fantasy baseball. Fo- is, is for like people who uh, they get pocket change and then they check which year are on the quarters and they and they, they really need one from like 1987. That's the kind of person who really enjoys fantasy baseball. <laughs> I do not do that. You can't really. Enjoy you must. <laughs> like you have to. There is there is. It's we've had this conversation before at, at different podcasts, but it's the honest goodness truth. Baseball is for the smart fan. Football is just for the casual fancy football for because a computer can do sure. it for you for fancy football. Yes, you can't do that. For but fancy baseball takes is much more involved. Yeah, you mu- you have to have your stuff together much more so than in fantasy football to yes. have any kind of success. And um, that being said, I, see, I get your point though. What, what, what do you hang your hat on there? I'm I'm the smarter one out of the right. Yeah, not that you can't really prove that you're. You're just a little bit well, this, more. You, you, this goes you've back got, to the, this you've got goes, 30 more minutes to waste in the morning. This goes back to the NCAA brackets, okay, right? We're like, uh, you you fill out a bracket, mm-hmm. and even if your bracket does really well and you win, do you feel like you know anything, or do you feel like you were just filling out a bracket? Okay. If you can win something out of it, though. Yes. You, win or lose. If like, you, but, you win your bracket. Do you Are you like, I'm really smart. I know college basketball. Or are you like, well, it worked out this year. Not me personally, but I see you see that a lot. Where so people, yeah, it's a lot of I told you so. Well, there's a ton of that, it's and a, you know that I told you the 13 was yeah. going to beat the four, and, and you know that guy has that no idea what he's saying. talking about. Yeah, they, they you don't get, know anything about Iona. You're throwing darts, right? Yeah. You didn't know VCU was going to be good that one year. 
Like the fun part of uh, gambling is uh, thinking that you know things, right? Yes. Like that yes. to me is the payoff of gambling, even more so than the money. It's like, oh well, I was right about this for this reason. And so, like, bracket, even if you're right about it, it's for all the wrong reasons, right? Like you don't know why you're, you just happen to pick that team. You don't know that team really, unless you're really into this. In which case, you still have about the same kind of chance as like the random person in their office just filling out a bracket, because. We, really, like Serge said, whoever gets that hot hand is really going to ride it through the tournament, Jay. That's right. You never know. But, I mean, if you you could win a, a party yeah. right here on the party, a keg party. So. Well, that's, that's different. Yeah, yeah, completely. So, but I, yeah, I guess. I, the only time I ever, honestly, the only time I ever did well in one of these brackets, the only time, and it's the same thing as anyone else, was in fifth grade. Sure. And it's the first time I ever filled out a bracket. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. Right. And, no, no, and, and I still don't. They hooked you for like the next 38 years. I'm going to make my kids fill out a bracket again. Sure. It's always fun to see what they come up with. Now that Iowa's not in it, I'm pretty sure that Iowa won't win like they did two, when I made them do it two years ago. They both had Iowa winning. But since Iowa. Yeah, I not, remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's not going to be. So I'm going to make them. I'm going to see the results. You can do write-in votes. You just write in Iowa. I'm going to carry this Arizona team pretty far. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're angry. Because of uh, Sean Miller, because of all the infractions they committed, well, supposedly, uh huh, they got rid of that one assistant coach. But Sean Miller, he wasn't the one bad seed. Yeah, the one bad seed in NCAA. I like the us against the the world mentality. So Michigan State's going to make a run on this. Uh, oh no, no, I can't get. I cannot. You're not going to back that. No. Well, everybody's against them, Jay. Like uh, they got no. Right. I'm just going to go with the this. That region is just way too hard for Michigan State to come out of. So that excuse. I mean, do do that? Oh no. Do you think uh, they kind of loaded Michigan State in somewhat of a beefy region just because they don't want them getting out and getting through? I hope so. Well, they kept out uh, USC's out, right? They kept out Louisville. Louisville's out. Yeah, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's out. Screwed. Right. Like with especially with Oklahoma getting in, and Oklahoma State not, and it's all because of Trey Young. Yeah, yeah. So TK even said on here is like, you think they did that just to boost ratings? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't number one do you, score, number one assist in in the country. Young kid. Do you think story. it matters? Like, do you think do you think the NCAA needs to make moves to boost ratings? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. I don't. Why would why would it matter? Because. T- because people, people, people don't know where what channel true in. true TV is, right. so now they're gonna have to find it to see Trey Young play. Two forty six, right? <laughs> so under, it's pretty under, close. Under it's right, it's right around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's right. pretty close. Yeah, um, but no, I think more people are gonna tune in to watch the number one player in the country play on an average team than a better team. I mean, with that's no, with no standouts. That's like if Oklahoma makes a little run, right, and they can oh, yeah. get a couple rounds in. Yep. But at that point, then there are people are watching it anyway, right? Like. I, I don't think the NCAA needs to make moves to get ratings in this tournament. It doesn't hurt them. No. But why bother? Like, why commit a conspiracy when, uh, like, you don't really need to? Because we live in a conspir- conspiracy-filled Twitter world, Nick. That's true. I mean, that's just... What that's what these, yeah, people are going to... these days? Well, yeah, they're going to try to find something, it, no matter what... The bubble teams are what? Who gets in? Who doesn't? They're gonna find something. And then there's like these quadrants: yeah, strength of schedule. You know. Um, Lobo, s- Lobo says thanks for stopping by the launch party, Jay. It was great. It was awesome. 
I went to go Ribco. It's been a long time since I've been in the district. Stopped and ate at the Blue Cat. Got to see uh, friend Tyler there. And uh, went to Lobo's uh, Salsa release party on Saturday night. Got to see the Don play. Ooh. Yeah. Um, here, Money's got a great point here. Lots of, with all the bad press this year, the ratings, that might make a difference. With the what? With all the bad press for NCAA. Okay, I got something for FBI you. FBI investigations. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I got, I got something for you. I'm glad you brought that up. Jay Williams, at the end of February, and he's still kind of on it again, he called out and said, if you want to make a difference, if you want to really stand out that you know these players aren't getting paid or all the corruption going on, he's suggesting not just sit out and boycott a game. I'm talking players, an entire team. He's talking a team that makes the Final Four. Yeah. That's what Jay Williams said. That would be amazing, right? He said, if players want to change, real change, and force a hand of the NCAA, this is what we need to do. You're not, not, you not only need to boycott, but this is how you boycott. And he went on to say that they should boycott a Final Four game. Like the players. Yes. That's insane. Wouldn't it be a crazy thing if we saw players not just boycott a game in the NCAA tournament, but boycott a Final Four? Imagine how quickly the NCAA would realize it's not just a business for themselves, but also a business for athletes as well. That's how you make change. No athlete is going to waste an opportunity to win a national title, especially if you made it to the Final Four, for, to boycott this. Do you know how crushed? Like, that team would get savaged. Oh, my God. Every, like, every person. That, that player's thinking about a draft status. Yeah. They're thinking about houses. that They're, they're this close to making The public NBA perception would anyway. be these selfish players. I can't believe they wouldn't put a – that team would they'd – get, they'd get hammered in I mean, public you, you opinion. Think, you think of who's favored in the game. Okay, we're favored. We're not going to jeopardize that. You think of a big underdog that makes it to the final – they're not going to throw away their opportunity to have their Cinderella story. He also threw in players should boycott. You can essentially equate a scholarship to the salary cap of the NBA. They're both big businesses. Business goes across the board. So as gross revenue increases, guess what happens in the NBA? The salary cap rises. But as gross revenue increases in college sports, in particular college basketball, the scholarship stays absolutely the same. That's a problem. I'm just going to boycott one shiny moment in honor of this. So I will not be watching one shiny moment this, this year. That's the best part of the tournament. It yeah. is easily the best part uh, of the tournament, and that's what I'm willing to do. You're ready to give up moment. one shiny moment? Yes. Just this year, though. Just to stick it to the NCAA and make, take a stand. You remember the one year when they took off Luther Vandross and put uh, someone else in yeah, there? Yeah, uh, I, I remember. Yeah. Nightmare. How could I forget, Jay? Yeah. People are still talking about it. I, still upset. In 2018, yeah. we're still yeah. talking about that. So that's what I'm doing. I'm boycotting one shiny moment this year. And I so, know, Nick, it is the one best part. So get, is get it trending. There you are. Get it trending. Hashtag no shining moments. <laughs> that's it. Get it up. Like, when that starts, when the championship game's over, you need to send that's out right. a tweet just uh, with a picture of yourself, fist raised in the air, mm-hmm. no shining moments. That's, I'm down with that because let me tell you something. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to OJ. He's a raise. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. It's, it's, it's coming. <laughs> oh, that was one of the saddest things I've seen on TV. Saddest? I haven't watched it yet. How about weirdest? Yeah. Um, I, I, read, I read the entire transcript, but I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I'm, 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 I'm back. I'm changing my stance on the Michigan State. I'm pulling for him to get in the finals because I want to watch T-Roy's head explode. Sure. Arizona versus Michigan State in the finals. Ooh. He's, he's no shiny moment, See, that one. that would be a matchup that the NCAA should like, go out of their way. 
Well, they'd have to lose to Michigan State, right? In Sweet 16. Yeah, I mean, no. I swear to you. They could lose before that. Rhode you Island. know, back to your bracket. Rhode Island gets them in the round of 32. From, Rhode Island's not bad. They're from 8th grade, so that's when I was 14 to about age of like 24. <laughs> What's that mean? I picked Duke every year to win the tournament. Sure. Because of uh, you were always a big Bobby Hurley fan. No, no, no. I like the Christian Leitner game. I like Christian Leitner. No one else does, but. You didn't like Christian Leitner when you I were a kid. I love that game. That's my favorite college basketball game of all time. 10 for 10 for the field, 10 for 10 for the line. Yeah, but uh, you, didn't, you weren't like a Christian Leitner fan when you were a kid. No, I wasn't a, no. You were a Les Jepsen fan. Oh, yeah, Jeppy was, yeah. He had that loaf on his head. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, yeah, no shining moment. Michigan State versus Arizona. Get it, Lock it in. That's my final yeah. right there. Yeah. I can't wait to watch T-Roy lose his mind. That would, see, I feel like that would be... A matchup the NCAA should conspire to work against. Yes. Because that would be super embarrassing for them, right? Yes, that is definitely one that they do not want to see happen. Not one bit. Um, well, I want to move on to, to baseball. Sure. Phillies. Yeah, big move, right? Yep. Now the Phillies are finally a contender. Do you need to win? I don't understand this contract. Well, they kind of kicked up other, the other than, uh Other than, I guess we got to spend some money? They kind of f- kicked off free agency with Carlos Santana, the, the signing that they had, right? Okay. And then that was, well, geez, that was $60 million there. And then uh, $75 million they sh- shelled out for Arietta. They finally get out of that uh, Ryan Howard contract? <laughs> Are they still paying him? <laughs> Probably still paying him. So they were 66 and 96 last year. Yeah. But they're going to have Reese Hoskins, yeah. J.P. Crawford. Yeah. All young. Franco. Yeah. Mikhail Franco. Um their, Aaron Nola will be their number two. Vince Velasquez had some success last year. So did Jared Eikhoff. Uh All right. Their lineup is looking at Cesar Hernandez at second. Carlos Santana first base. Odabel Herrera at center field. Reese Hoskins left field. Aaron Alther right field. Mikel Franco third. Jorge Alfaro at catcher. J.P. Crawford. It's, at best, what's the best they can do? Second in the NLEs because they're not going to get the Nationals. No. Uh, if that Philly team finishes 500, they've overachieved, right? They're saying they're in it to win. I mean, what's they've got like the whole uh, T-shirts and hashtags that go bold and all that stuff. That's Gabe Kapler's thing. You know, it's like all in for the Cubs. The guy from Welcome Back, Cotter? Yeah. What's That's Gabe Kaplan? Gabe Kapler is a guy that used to play in the major leagues. He's got a huge forehead. His, huge. His dream was to take it out. Huge forehead. So anyone... Five yeah, head. I'm just telling you, he's got his little hashtag. They've got a hashtag. They're in. It, not like the Cubs hashtag, that, all in. What does that mean? Cubs hashtag is all in. Wait, it means they're all in. Go bold? Like, they, they're, going, they're, they're making go, statements. Go big or go home. They're not. Like, this, is, uh, this is part of the... That hashtag. Part of the, part of the... Collective bargaining agreement is you have to spend so much money uh, like every year, right? That's so what this is. It's all right. going to come down to who's hot in October. That's usually what it is, right? Like Jake Arrieta and Aaron Nola gets that hot hand. Anything could happen. No, they're not understanding. Typical Cub fan. As soon as Arietta, their golden boy, goes, we didn't need him. Yeah, he's yeah. not that good I, anyway. I never said that, but it's true. He's, he's certainly not. He's not what he was. If, yeah. if he is, should you put him on your team? At $30 million a year? No. No. He will be the seventh highest paid starting pitcher in 2018. And he was looking for a $200 million contract. Instead, he got a three-year, $75 million. He's about like 33? Yeah, I believe so. Sounds about right. No, I think he's 31. 
31? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's looking for like no, five years. Easter Ace wants to know who's better than Philly. And the, that division? The Washington Nationals. The Washington Nationals. The Marlins are not. <laughs> Good call. Way to go out on that the one. The Mets probably are just uh, on starting pitching strength alone. To, yeah, but I don't know. It's, but they, they, it's also the Mets, yeah, right? They, they find a way for those pitchers to get hurt. it up. And then the Braves are young. Right. Really the young. Braves are getting better. But the Braves are basically punting as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I guess, like, what Philly's big plan is uh, let's throw some money into the team and we'll finish second in a bad division and He's still not make the playoffs. Says, he says they'll get the second wild card, Philly will. He's race says a lot of things. See, uh, Brewers, Eddie, Brewers, was, one of them. T-Roy's not on injury reserve, and he's not Dodgers. Making, he's not putting in a basketball court. I don't know about the second wild card. <laughs> Brewers probably and Cardinals are going to be in there fighting for one of those two. If uh, Probably you have the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks in the are in the ballpark. The Rockies are not a bad team. Rockies are in the ballpark. So, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's bold to come out and say that. So, I mean, the Padres are probably... Just as good, if not better, than the Phillies. What with the Eric Hosmer signing? The Padres are not. I, no, no I'm not saying they're. Do that. I'm saying the, the Padres aren't good. We're not, and that's the Phillies' league, right? We're not going to no. Like, uh, like they're the Mets with less name brand name recognizable talent. Yes, that's it, also on the East Coast. This just announced today: Major League Baseball. It's just well, not Major League Baseball. Baltimore Orioles have announced that they're going to let uh, kids come into the ballpark age nine years or younger for free. Nice. If you buy an up, if a parent buys a uh, regular price upper deck seat, they can get two free tickets in the upper deck for their kids. And the promotions run month to month. And basically, this is kind of the answer because one, the Baltimore Orioles have the oldest fan base out of all the Major League teams. Really. And two, in a in an article from 2017, the average age of fans in the Major League Baseball was 57. Ooh. For the NFL, is 50. Sure. NHL, 49. And NBA, 42. Yeah. So, and obviously, we, you know, we know that youth participation in baseball is down as well. Graham? Well, especially if you're not selling tickets, why wouldn't you do that, right? If you're not selling those tickets, it sounds like a smart move. Who knows? I'm just saying. I think it's good for them. I, and I think it's something we should do. I don't know. They should do something like that. I mean, down the river bandits just to keep it going. Yeah. Well, I think they do that, don't they? I think for their book thing, for the. the I feel like you can smuggle a kid in that stadium pretty much any day. I don't know if you can smuggle a kid in. You just, have, not use you just have them hop the fence. <laughs> let's not use that. It's not the way it used to be. It's not, just like a, it's hey, not John O'Donnell's hey, kid, my women. Kid, put, put your foot in here. I'm going to throw you over the fence. No. I mean, you, you, you don't sneak in through some green door in the outside of the outfield. Well, I, there's a knot hole where you can watch <laughs> yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. Is this little rascals? Yeah. Is it, is it not? Like, they don't have a little rascal section? You, you hide up there in the scoreboard. And yeah. Just put your face in. Real quick, want to give a promotion for Lionstone Brewery. Lionstone Brewery and Gastro Pub at 1225 South Oakwood Avenue, Genesee, Illinois. It's a family-owned brewing operating Company, stop in and raise a pint and celebrate local craft beer and food. The Lionstone Brewing Tap Room features a wide variety of beer styles and flavors, including flagship beers such as Peanut Butter Wheat Ale and. Oh, sorry. Peanut Butter white, Wheat Ale, light bodied, unfiltered German wheat ale with generous banana and hint of roasted malt. Seasoned specialties and limited releases like the 2016 Silver Medal winner of the Festival Aged 
festival of barrel-aged beers, Burn and Love. Limestone offers a unique gastropub menu as well, from the pub pretzel to handcrafted burgers and wood-fire pizzas. Limestone has a perfect menu to pair with their fantastic beers on tap. Limestone invites you to share in their passion and indulge yourself with a pint and a plate. We here at Don't Hassle's Local invite you to check out their webpage at limestonebrewery.com. Follow them on Twitter at limestonebeer and to like their Facebook page and check out their Facebook events page for an updated list of upcoming bands and event Now they've got something. T-Ray usually has it written down. Something going on this weekend. It's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah, that's right. St. Patrick's Day. Time to get jiggy with it. Mm. Like an Irish? Put, put that on a T-shirt. Get Yeah. Get jiggy with it. Well, you just blew it. You, you, you just gave it away for free. There's going to be four different bars with get jiggy with the shirts next, next year. Next year. Yeah. I think, yeah. They don't really have the time now. Yeah. Get jiggy with it. Yeah. All get right. Irish jiggy with it. I figured it out. It's Murray State, you guys. That's the 12 over the 5. It is? I don't think so. Yeah. Murray State. I don't think so. I think it's... Uh, I got it. Who did I tell you before? I like this one so much. Dave, you like Davidson over Kentucky, maybe. I do. And I like South Dakota State over Ohio State. Yeah, the oh. Jackrabbits. So we all like we all like a different twelve, five. We'll give T. Roy the fourth one, and uh, who's ever twelve wins. Well, what you need to do is we got to figure out money line. They haven't been released yet, all right. So what you sh- what you do is you put a hundred dollars on each one of the twelve, and if one of them hits, you make money off of that. Because I think usually money line it's it's much higher. It's like you know plus four fifty or plus five hundred. Sure. So you'd have to look, yeah, you'd have to make sure you see it. Yeah, I get it. Figure yeah, but the money line's not, not released yet. I, I looked for it. I already looked for it. That doesn't seem like a good bet. Yes, it is. Because a 12 always beats a 5. That's not always. Not, I mean, I know, I know that that's the thing that everybody says, but not always. I think it's true. It's not, though. Okay. Well, you're going to pick a 12 over 5. You just did. Yeah. Yeah. See, no, I think you, everyone thinks it's true, but it's not actually true. Is there a year that it hasn't happened? There's no, it's not like uh, it's not a guarantee. Like, they're not like, well, we have to have a twelve beat of five, or everyone's going to be super you upset never, about it. You never know. You're the one throwing out conspiracy theories earlier. It's true. So earlier, yeah. I got I got the Philadelphia Phillies going to the final four. What? Got the Phillies going to the final oh, four. Oh, jeez. They're going to be good this year. Because uh, Reese Darby, like, like <laughs> Reese what? Hoskins, like, he hits the cover off the ball, man. He's like twenty-one. Yeah, he's, he's he'll what? hit he'll hit about two sixty with about thirty five home runs. Okay, yeah, that's he's legit. That's, uh, Franco's decent. Yeah, and then he got Arietta on the bump. Is it, was he going to pitch every inning? He pitched no. He pitched what? 30, he had thirty starts. I think he's had last year. His ERA was like four ten for his 20. last his last like twelve starts were really. really I know good. he was good at yeah. the end, right? So, uh, was good. Oh, did you watch, Did you get to see OJ? I didn't watch it yet. I DDR'd it. Uh, like, I, I know what it's about. Like, I know what this is. This is... A, I, did you see it? So, I haven't watched it, but I've okay. read the entire transcript. So, I've read every single thing that he said. This is downright scary. Yeah. What do you mean? Okay, so it's about the sit-down interview that happened in 2006, right? It was before that, wasn't it? It was 2006. Okay. This is when uh, the If I Did It yep. book came out, the right? there. Okay. So they have this panel off the side with one of them, Chris Darden. Mm. Um, Chris Darden's on the panel. Yes, afterwards. They'll, they'll okay, show okay, scenes okay, and okay. they'll come to people yeah. now in 2018. So you have Christopher Darden, a friend of uh, Nicole Brown Simpson, and the author who wrote If I Did It. But the, this person from Fox sits down and talks with him. So they're taking him through the book and why he's writing it and everything else. Um, 
so then they're like, okay, let's get into the chapter the night of. And he, he says, like, it's hard for me a hypothetical, but, I mean, almost automatically, there's no more hypothetical if, if I were here. He starts, like, recounting the, it is everything that happened down in, in to the first person. Detail. Yeah. Like, even, even to dropping the glove. Sure. Which there goes that whole FBI or the police planted it theory. Like, everything. Carry the, they took an, he takes a knife out from underneath uh, because he carries a knife in the Bronco, not a gun, because he can't have a gun, but he has a knife just in case the crazy's out there. Why can't so, he have a gun? In 1994, he probably couldn't carry, he didn't have a permit to carry a gun. I don't know. All right, but this is all, it's never like uh, maybe, you know, if, if, right. you're, if you're making this up in your head, if we're fan fictioning, if I'm fan yeah. fictioning Creed 2, right. I am not talking to you like, in the moment, the way this guy... But that is... That's certainly part of the deal of getting the interview, right? They're like, if you're going to write this book, how I did it, if we're going to have you on TV and pay you this amount of money for this interview because you're broke and you need the money, you need to give us something. So you need to frame it like this. I, I would imagine it, it that's did, a... It didn't look like that's what happened at all. He, well, like of course it doesn't look like that because they would have edited all that well, they, business they, out, like, right? lost his mind. Well, OJ right. so Simpson, everybody knows so like, what, what here, this is, right? Here, we got, we got a quote on here. I remember at some point Nicole fell and got hurt. Sure. Like, said the most blood I've ever seen. Right. Yeah. I uh, happen to, he talks about how Ron Goldman just right. happens to be walking up at the time when they're there. It, you and, know, it's, and how he got mad because he thought that something was going on. Yeah. And he's with his friend Charlie. There's a guy, Charlie, that's involved. So oh, he's yeah? a second person, yeah. That's, so one time, so that's his son, right? Yes. That's what Darden said. Yeah. Good for you, yeah. So they come to one time at break, and Darden, they're like, what do you think? And then Darden's just like, we just saw a man uh, admit to murder. Like, right. And then he, he gets more frustrated, and he's like, says something. He goes, you know, all you people out there that were wearing T-shirts that said, free OJ, you did. And look what you did. Look what you freed. And he and Darden said, if I would have seen this in 2006, I would never have objected to them airing this on Fox. But he would have seen it ahead of time. Okay. It's, I mean, it's, it's, there's no way the producer sat there and said, like, now you need to do this. As if, I mean, you, the whole time you would say, like, hey, you know, supposedly now I would have walked down this way or if I did it the night of. I, I mean, it's down to, he, say, he does say he blacked out during the whole entire event. He sure. doesn't remember things. Um, but he does because he sat through the court trial so he can relay them. And, and that, and he wrote this the ridiculous book, right? Yeah. So obviously he does remember it. Or if not, he's been coached, then he knows what to say. Like, what's, what is the, what's the point of any of it? What does this actually do? Is, is this going to change anyone? He needs to sell a book. Let's go. Right? Yeah, but he needed the money. I mean, right. Is, yeah. But they didn't air it because it felt too sleazy even for Fox. Yes. Right. Then. Now they're like, whoa. Do it. Might as well throw this out there. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I mean, it's uncomfortable to watch. Oh, sure. It leg- I don't care. And he stops the whole hypotheticals. He, at right. the very beginning, right. things like, hypothetically, and I remember, this is tough. It's hypothetical. It's tough to talk on the hypothetical. I don't think it's tough to talk on the hypothetical about committing murder. I, I think you just keep saying, um, and then maybe the killer used, you know. Well, also, slash- if like, you hadn't murdered your uh, wife and her, her. How could you imagine doing that? Yeah, what how, imagination do you how have? would you go on television and be like, "Listen, really sad she died and everything." Mm-hmm. But if I had been the one who murdered her, this is how it would have gone a little something like I'm this. I'm assuming this is what was going through the killer's mind, right? 
Yeah. He's talking about her, the way she was dressed at the recital that day and how it was inappropriate. And uh, it's just in. He's like, well, I wouldn't dress like that, but you know, well, no, you wouldn't wear short skirts or whatever else, OJ. He, he, I mean, he's got things down to detail about that. So he seemed like such a good guy. Yeah. Uh, moving on. If you get a chance, I mean, it is disturbing. And if you can fast forward to that part, the rest of it's it just his BS. Uh, Roseman just asked a question: What's up with the Andre the Giant movie? It's a no go. I mean. I petitioned to the cinemas. Yeah. I emailed oh, and right. talked to him, and then I got a hold of Putnam, and the Putnam did a great job. So whoever's anybody at the Putnam, they did a good job. They got all the way up to pretty far up with HBO, and HBO's final thing was they don't release anything out to the public ahead of time, and they don't do it where you can raise money for any type of profit, even if it's a sure. profit organization like Putnam. So basically, whoever that I you know I knew that there was uh, previous airings that had to be put on by the HBO by somebody, more than likely the Ringer. And they invite right. people to come see it. Yeah. So we're going to have to wait till April 10th like everybody else. No Andre the Giant. And it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. Then what are we going to do? Then we're going to talk about it on the next day. And like air it on the side of the building here? No. Because it's Cause you're mad. It's, it's on HBO. I mean, it would, I just wanted people to be able to go ahead of time. That's all. Yeah. It's just all show up at uh, T-Roy's house. Yeah, I guess we could do it at Pints. I mean, we've got like HBO everybody. Go. We had, HBO Go account. I mean, I have HBO, so we could probably do it at Pines if people wanted to watch it. But I'm assuming that'll go. Yeah, I don't know. If people want to watch it, I'll put it on. But I don't know how many people will. Like you and T. Rice sitting here watching TV. It's kind of like the <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of like the Say by the Bell lifetime that we did. So, so who do you how, who do you got winning though? If we're going back, let's go back to March Madness here. Wichita State, baby. That's not who you have, really. That's what I got. It's Wichita State's year. I don't know why. I don't know, Jay. Like, uh, like it's easy. Right. Like, what, do you take I, a one I, seed, I, you take I, a two seed? It. It's all arbitrary. Yes, that's it. Like, that. Duke's got a couple good players. Virginia's good team. Virginia was unranked going into the season. Right. But now they're, they're well-coached. They've consistently been defense. good. Right. Well, they have to give up like 59 and a half points a game. Yeah. How far you got Kansas going there? Um, I think Final Four easily. You do? Michigan State always makes a run on this thing. Kansas is, okay, you want to say, like, talk about who's hot. They're playing really, really, really well right now. Um, their field goal percentage is incredible, and they just won the Big 12 tournament without their seven-foot center, so, which is a big deal, and he's, and he's back for the tournament. He's back for this. So that's a big deal. Do you guys care about these playing games? No. No. Not at all. I mean, we're just doing it because two extra days of basketball, right? That's what, that's, what's, the, what's the reasoning behind it's, it? It's basically to, to prove – well, you're, you're adding four more games, mm-hmm. okay? And it's not, it's not just – it's, okay, we got – you're playing for a 16 seed and 11 in three of the four brackets. So the, the East has two playing games, one in the West, one in the Midwest. So it's basically to see if these – Small-time schools with really good records and a weak schedule are good enough to play against a team that doesn't have quite as good of a record but a better but a tougher schedule. Okay. To see if they belong in the tournament. So they'll do a play game. It's kind of like what college football can't do. Yeah, it's a pigtail. That's what it is. I just – I'm not – I don't know. I, I guess well, – even, even the gambler well, doesn't the, get too excited about yeah, it. Yeah, let me – let's do it like this. Which one of these teams excites you? UCLA. LIU Brooklyn? Nope. Radford? Nope. St. Bonaventure? Nope. 
UCLA a little bit. UCLA UCL, will get UCLA, UCLA will get eyes on the TV. NC Central. No. Texas Southern. No. Arizona State's the school you've heard of. The Arizona, Arizona State, Syracuse, State, yes. Syracuse will get eyes on the TV. Arizona, That's Arizona State was a top five team at one point earlier in the season, and they just fell off fell the map. apart. Right. See, now, that's what Crack is asking. Why did they ever start playing games? And I'm saying the same thing because it's not because, uh, it's not because the bubble teams were about Because Texas Southern, no one would be crying for them if they didn't get in. Right. No one would be like, now, did they, win, they won their conference and they still had to play in? Do conference teams that win their, like, those smaller conferences, do, can they get stuck in a play-in? I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Well, that's BS. It is. They shouldn't be stuck with that. Well, it's either, it's either stuck with that or out or left out. Well, they don't need to go. They can, you know, they can find a way to put them in a, a 16 somewhere. I just don't think if, it, if it's a bubble team should be a play-in, not, not a conference champion. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Ease Ray says, I'll be watching Thursday. Jeez. Uh, he said we'll be watching wrestling Thursday and Friday. ESPN is doing a lot of coverage of that, and that's good. That they wrestling, yeah, the NCAA yeah. tournament. Oh, so Ezra Hayes is uh, he's too cool for the NCAA basketball tournament. I don't know. I'll have it on. Hey, another quick reminder though: uh, go to uh, ESPN and look for the QC Hassle tournament bracket, and put in password Hassle bracket capital H A S S L E capital B R A C K E T, and uh, the winner of that. Uh, Keg on the patio here at Pines, 5268 Utica Ridge Road. The weather's turning. I can't wait. Time. Yeah, so, I, I mean, the reason for the play-ins are just to have more people watch during the week, to have people, to get more money to people going to these games. I, I don't really think this is for a bubble. Then again, I don't. It started with, it started with 65 teams. Remember they had to play in, and then all of a sudden now it's grown up to the, grown into this one in each region. The sixty-eight team, yeah. So, all right. Well, I think it's going to wrap it up. Do you guys talk uh, Geis at all? The NFL Combine. Yes, you did. Yes. All right. Good. Good. My only uh, I think I would want to add to that in a league where uh, you're paying Mike Glennon sixteen million dollars a year. Can you throw a little bit of money into a decent <coughs> HR person so you don't embarrass yourself in these interviews? What, like do any, do, what do you do in the interview? We were talking about his results. What do you do in the interview? This, oh, you're talking about the... Yeah, the guy who they asked him if his mom yes, was prostitute. They asked him if he was yes. gay. I'm not, like, a, uh, I'm not a fan of this yeah, we, at all that they did this. that yes. all the way down. Well, like, uh, the, the argument is you, you need to find out if this guy's going to fit into your team's culture, right? And any decent HR person worth a damn could do that without asking those questions. Like, uh, be better, NFL. Be better than this. Well, yeah, I just don't – the whole idea of asking for that. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about the Browns trade for everyone. Did you like those moves? No. Uh, Jarvis Landry's not that great. I think Tyrod's a good move. He led the league in receptions last what year. What does that mean, Jay? Like, he, he caught he, the most he, passes he in led, the league. He led the That's league. That's exactly what it means. He, he led the league in screen passes uh, caught is he, what he led the league. It means he caught and, and, and in a weird league where we don't know what it catches. His yards per catch was garbage. It, it was a lot of garbage yards. Jarvis Landry is everyone thinks he's good because they play fantasy football and he produces in fantasy football. He's not great in a PPR league. Sure. Yeah. Right. Well, they also have Josh Gordon, though. Right. The Tyrod Taylor can throw to. Yeah. And now they can draft Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Well, they were going to do that anyway, and then you're taking a quarterback at four, and uh, Tyrod's essentially a bridge for a year, right? Um, but no, the Browns. The Browns messed up. They fired 
their front office guy in the middle of last season. They brought in a guy who wants to basically hurry up to finish 8-8. Eight and eight. They should have just kept with the program on the long rebuild. My I, think it, I think they have been long rebuild. I mean, they've been obtaining draft picks. Now they're trading they did, them away. They just traded away like four different picks for a cornerback who finished league average from the from the Packers, right? Mm-hmm. And they gave him Kaiser, and I think Kaiser is talented, if nothing else. Like he he can do something. Uh, and then they traded for Jarvis, who I get it. He's uh, one of, one of four guys that have four hundred receptions in his first four seasons, or whatever it is. He's not that good. He's just not. Hmm. He, he, I liked it though. I mean, if you want the Browns to finish eight and eight, and then like finish eight and eight and six and eight, and if I like, was a Cleveland fan, I'd be happy with eight and eight right now. No. If you really think about it though, there's a, there's a chance for them to to get. There's a chance to sneak in. Half those teams that made the playoffs last year will not make the playoffs this year, this coming well, the season. The Bills won't make the playoffs. This Absolutely coming season. not. We said that last year though, but well, this year it's on uh, Nathan Peterman to get the job done. Yeah. So, I, like I said, there's there's always a shot. You're not they're not going to be one in fifteen, zero oh in sixteen. No, the the big thing is, uh, are you racing to get to five hundred, or do you want to eventually make a team that can be good for a long time? Right. It's like uh, they, basically the Browns were doing a lot of like analytic stuff. They were basically doing what the seventy sixers were doing in basketball, right? But the ownership, they half-ass it where like they get bored they they, 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 they lose their patience process. on it right they yeah. lose their patience and then all of a sudden all the assets you have they start selling them off for things like tyrod taylor and jarvis landry who no. are, are both fine they're not the guys who are going to win the super bowl for you so what you're saying is the ownership would not be good at fancy baseball because they don't have the patience for it <coughs> right yes no they, they would be the guy who's like uh oh uh Rice Darby hit eight home runs. I'm going to give up my two best starting pitchers because he would came out, he got on the gate good. I wish I could say Rice Darby at our fancy baseball draft, but I kept him in our keeper league. So yeah, it's Reese Hos- Hoskins, same guy. It's not Rice Darby. It's uh, Terrence Fred Darby. <laughs> no, it's not. Anyway, uh, listen. Make sure to check out the Hassle Bracket. That's still going on. I think we're getting into our Sweet 16. That's on a uh, Twitter. T Rice T Rice streak ended. Oh yeah, you won the you, you won the you won the hassle streak. So we start five, over on, on start over on Thursday. Tough. You get to start too. Five five was tough. Yeah, so you get to start over on Thursday. It's your your pick. Okay. So if you need to, if you like a game early because tip offs before we go on the air, let us know. Just put it out there. Gotcha. So we can talk about it. So congratulations to you. You won our first uh, streak. It's fun. We'll do this one. Let's see. We're going to start this on March fifteenth. Let's just run it straight through to April 30th. Okay. Sound good? I like it. All right. Uh, Thank you, everybody out there. Continue to like our Facebook page, share our videos, like our videos, all that fun stuff. Uh, On Twitter, follow us at QC Hassle. It's Q-C-H-A-S-S-L-E. I'm at Jay Foss, J-A-Y underscore F-O-S. He's at Pope John Bon Jovi. Frequent our sponsors. Make yeah, sure Limestone uh, Brewery. Oh yeah. yeah, and don't forget. Also, you can still use our uh, QC Hassle promo for bet uh, mybookie.ag. That's coming up. I don't so. know why you wouldn't. Uh, yeah, uh, <coughs> he's at Shuggy Shugs. So uh, another thing, quick reminder: if you're the type that's going to be in Vegas for this March Madness weekend, do yourself a favor and figure out what sportsbook you're going to be at and download the app and get to know it. That way, you can avoid the lines. It's just a little tip that I like to give you all. Um, I will not be going out there, but. 
I feel like last week I was convinced by Erickson and your brother-in-law that to go out there, even though I, for some reason I have it in my it's head that fun. I have it in my head that March Madness opening day weekend every table is a fifty dollars blackjack, but they told me otherwise. Nah. So. It's certainly not like uh, it's not a down week for Vegas. Like, definitely not like a down it's week. Not a, not a, definitely not a down week. You're not like getting in on the cheap, getting in and out. Like it's yeah. not one of those. Well, Nick, thanks for coming in yeah, the last minute. Uh, T Roy will be back tomorrow. We have Joey Donio coming from KWQC. So he'll be talking more basketball tomorrow. And, uh, you know, we're going to also start getting ready for baseball. 17 days. Yep. Crack of the bat, Jay. Nice. All right. Thank you guys. Have a great day.